Good afternoon, everyone. It's afternoon here. We are so lucky today to have Mrs. Bacon joining us for this podcast. So let's welcome her. Welcome, Ms. Bacon. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad you could join us today. Well, I'm thrilled I could do it on this sunny day. Yes, it's beautiful outside. It is. It makes the day feel so much nicer when that sun is shining. Truly. Awesome. Well, let's get right into it today. So I wanted to have you on here today for myself and for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. Okay. I get to see you so briefly mm-hmm. every week that I thought this would be a really fun thing to do. Perfect. So to start us off, why did you want to become a teacher, specifically in the role that you're in today? Maybe that wasn't your first stop. Yeah. Maybe that was your ultimate goal. Yes, it definitely wasn't my first stop of jobs. Um, I started this rather late in life, and I've actually never been a classroom teacher. That's kind of unusual. A lot of librarians were first classroom teachers, but I had never done that. Um, I had my mind on teaching right after college, but I had other things to do. I wanted to travel the world. So I was actually a flight attendant for a little while. And yes, and I um, had a family. So I was a full-time mom for a little while. And then my children actually went to Greenland Central School. Um, I think a lot of students know that I live in Greenland. And so... Uh, when they were there, I volunteered in the library, and I loved oh. it. And I actually just loved libraries. Even when I was a kid, I loved my public library. I was very fortunate to have a great public library, and I loved my school library. Um, when my children were young, I loved taking them to the library. Mm-hmm. Um I lived in the South. We lived in the South for a while. And in the summertime, it gets quite hot. So we would kind of find refuge in the library and um, kind of went from there. So when I was volunteering in the library and someone left, I felt like it was the job was whispering to me, choose me. (laughs) So I decided to do it. I went back to school. And um, actually, at this point, I think I've been at Greenland for 17 years. So it's been it's been a little while. Oh, yeah. It's yes. I knew you had told me that your children had gone through Greenland, but I did not know how long you had been there. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, and I've actually been like kind of involved in the school for I have to do some math here. 24 years. Because my daughter is 29 and she started kindergarten at Greenland when she was five. So I was um, very involved as a parent and just loved the school right from the start. I feel like we're very fortunate at Greenland that we do have a lot of parents who want to volunteer and want to be involved in the various aspects of things that happen at Greenland at Central School. Exactly. Exactly. And that was me. Yeah, and I think that's so <laughs> fortunate. I personally love uh, parent volunteers, um, and I love seeing parents helping with, like, book fairs yeah. and um, uh, other events, like talent show and those exactly. sorts Exactly. Yeah. Well, so speaking of being sort of a teacher and doing that, what is, what do you like best about teaching and being with students? 
Well, I guess the standard response is the students, and that's totally it for me. Um, I'm very fortunate in that I have all of, I see all of the students at GCH, which I love, and I love, um, even though I don't spend as much time with them as you do as a classroom teacher, Mm -hmm. I love that I get to know them for a long time over the years, like some fifth graders I've known for six years now. So Mm -hmm. um, I love that part of it. My favorite ages, I know you're not probably not supposed to say that, but my (laughs) favorite grades are fourth, fifth, and sixth. So fifth graders are right in the middle there. And I've often thought about why that is. Um, And I've decided it's two things. I think I just love the wonder and curiosity in um, fourth through sixth graders. And I also love the humor. I think that's kind of an age where we acquire a certain humor level, uh, which I enjoy. And I think it's also because my favorite year, looking back, my favorite year in school was fifth grade. Um, shout out to Mrs. Lucy. That was a fifth grade <laughs> teacher. I remember her very well. That I also, I mean, I know I am a fifth grade teacher, but I have found that being a fourth grade teacher prior that mm-hmm. I really feel like four or five and getting to know the sixth graders this last couple years, seeing mm-hmm. them um, just because of my last building, we didn't have sixth grade in the same building, but I really, I would agree with you that I feel like it is a sweet spot for students. And I've always said it's a great age for them to laugh at you and enjoy your jokes. <laughs> Or be totally embarrassed by you, which is exactly. so fun as well. <laughs> True. True. And, you know, I think our our Greenland Central School, I've said it before, is just so lucky that we get to see them. And especially you all as UA teachers get to see the students from kindergarten yes. through eighth grade, which yes. is truly something very unique and I think so cool. I love being able to see them for a few more years before they leave Greenland. No, I really do enjoy it. And it's fun to see changes. It's fun to see how we really do remain the same in certain aspects Mm -hmm. as human beings. Um, But I do enjoy that uh, continuity there. Yeah. And you may have sort of answered this already, but what do you enjoy most about specifically being at GCS? Well, in addition to the students, I do really enjoy the staff. Um, I'm, I, I believe UA teachers are unique in that we have interactions and especially where I'm located physically mm-hmm. and kind of what I do. I interact with almost everyone in the building. I would say I interact with everyone in the building every week for sure. And then even by day, I interact with a large percentage of the staff members, and I really enjoy that. I think we have some great people, um, and I've I've come to know a lot of them pretty well. And we've had some changes, but every time we get new people, I think, wow, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think another thing I love about our school is probably due to the fact that I live in Greenland, is that I actually see students and families um, – outside of school. As a matter of fact, in this pandemic, I've seen a lot of students walking or riding my bike in the neighborhood and they're doing the same. So that's great. Yeah, that is, that is something pretty special. I do wish that 
I was in town for that reason to just sort of be able to see them a little bit more, even at a you know an appropriate distance. Yeah, be able to see them <laughs> exactly. And before this, I would say my number one place I ran into students was at Target. <laughs> ah, oh, I find the same for yes, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I used to laugh that you can't leave Target without seeing at least one student. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I have a couple of students who I consistently ran into when I was frequenting Target a lot more, mm-hmm. and um, it was kind of funny. We're like, "Oh, hey, seeing you here again." <laughs> Always enjoy that. Yes. So let's step outside of our school setting for yes. a little bit and tell me some things that you like to do outside of our school, outside of you know, our regular, what we all get to see you do. What are some right. things that you might not know that you enjoy? Yes. Well, um, I'm pretty diverse. I don't have a specialty per se. I do like to cook. I would say I'm pretty decent at it. If my family would say so. Um, I like to garden. We don't have a huge garden, but I like to, I plant herbs and tomatoes in pots. I love flowers. Um, Probably my number one love is walking on the beach or just being at the beach, which has been hard with the beaches closed. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping someday this summer that we'll come back. Um, I generally just like to be outside. I've I've enjoyed being able to take breaks to be outside um, during this remote learning. Um, I think it's really healthy and I've really enjoyed it. Um and I think like like everyone else, I like being with my family. My daughters are now in their late 20s, and they both live in Boston, so I see them quite a bit. And, um, yeah, that's what, that's what I like to do. Yeah, all just such nice things, <laughs> I feel like. Um, I feel like they're all, like, super relatable to what a lot of us enjoy now as adults. Um, I found that Recently, I picked up bird watching. Oh, cool. Wasn't necessarily something I didn't enjoy. I always enjoyed it. But being home more now, I tend to position myself yes. near the window and we put out a bird feeder. Very cool. And now I'm trying to take some advice from students and other people who enjoy it to like attract some other different kind of birds yes. here. Does Addie um, enjoy seeing them? She sure does. The word she's pretty good at, it kind ah. of sounds like ball and bird <laughs> sound a little similar. That's great. But we're getting there. Yes, that's funny. Yes, and some of my students were helping me with attracting some Orioles. So I'm going to get some oranges oh, and good. put it out and see if I can get them to come by. My yard has a lot of cardinals this year, I believe. Yes. Might be. We have, yeah, we have a couple here as well. They're so recognizable. I'm wondering if it's just because of that that I'm thinking we have so many. But they're beautiful. Yes, that beautiful red color is easy to spot right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so we've talked about your favorite year was fifth grade. Yes. Um, was there any favorite memories or maybe even a favorite subject or yes way back when mrs jarvik you're (laughs) testing me um (laughs) i have great memories of school i did love school um 
ironically, two of my favorite school memories, especially younger school, like K through eight experiences, um, revolved around camping trips, which I was thinking recently is kind of ironic because I'm actually not into camping as an adult. (laughs) My family's never been camping. Um, But we had a camping trip. It was an annual trip in fifth grade. I really enjoyed that one. And then um, in eighth grade, we did another one, um, and we were on a lake in upstate New York, and we would canoe. I just remember really enjoying it. Um, As far as favorite subject, I've told students this before. I don't know if I've told fifth graders, but surprisingly, one would think my favorite subject would be reading, language mm-hmm. arts, etc. But, yeah. but no, I was a math girl. I loved math. Um, and I was pretty good at it. I think that's why I loved it. I think that's often the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that, that's my fun fact. Math was probably my favorite subject growing up. Mm. And math was not mine until I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little harder for me. Um, but now I love it. I find it really fascinating Mm -hmm. and I like to explore those sort of pieces with my students. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and it's nice too. Mr. Dowling on our fifth grade team loves math. So it's just fun to have those sort of discussions. Yes. And math has changed over the years as I'm sure many students' parents tell them. On the daily, <laughs> yes. this is new math. We didn't used to do it this way. And that's <laughs> true. Yeah, the, yes. And the bonus is, is um, we're kind of getting back to what their parents recognize. Mm-hmm. But what we're trying to do ahead of it is for them not to just know the equation, but understand why, why. that equation works. Yes, the why is important. And that's the hardest part, I think. I think all my students are super capable of memorizing equations, but really understanding why that works yeah. um, is the hard part. And, you know, they, it's, that's where the hard work comes in, that then they'll remember it and be able to apply it later. Yes, and very satisfying. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So here – oh, no, actually – I wanted to ask you this question. Do you have an embarrassing story to share? I share one with my students every year. Embarrassing story. Well, this is not hugely embarrassing. It was embarrassing to my daughter that I was with at the time. So when I first started, um, my younger daughter was still there. And so she would get a ride to school, which she loved. Um, One day I stepped out of my car after my long commute of uh, a mile and a half, maybe. And I looked down, and lo and behold, I was wearing my slippers. Oh. <laughs> Oops. So, honestly, I did turn around and go home and put real <laughs> shoes on because I thought that was just uh, too funny. But yeah. I know. And probably now most of us are – Wearing our slippers most of the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> very true, very true. And not the clothes we would wear to school, probably. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> now, this is, I think, a tough question. Yeah. I, but do you have, like, a favorite book, 
a genre or series yeah. or even an author. I know it's a lot. But yes, people ask me this and it's like choosing your favorite child, right? Um, I will say, and I think even fifth graders probably remember me saying this, my favorite picture book author is Mo Willems. I think mm. he's very, very funny. I always thought mm-hmm. I should have him visit the school, but we're we're probably too small town for him and he's probably too expensive for us. <laughs> But I love Mo Willems' books, particularly Elephant and Piggy. Um, Mm -hmm. My favorite genres are, I love mysteries, I love historical fiction, and I do love me some realistic fiction. Mm -hmm. Um, I find it difficult to recommend sci-fi books, and I tell tell students this right out because I'm not a huge sci-fi fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, Mrs. Prieto, who they will have in seventh and eighth grade, is. So I always tell them that. Um, but and I also joke with my students. I ask them, do you think I've read every book in this library? <laughs> not. I would love to have the time to do that, but I do not. Um, as a kid, I loved a lot of the classics. Like I loved Little House on the Prairie books. I loved um, the author Judy Bloom. I loved Charlotte's Web and mm-hmm. Stuart Little and Cricket in Times Square. I don't know if you remember that one. No, I do. I I know we've had it in a classroom. I don't remember the full story. Yeah, yeah it sounds like I had an animal theme going on. I just I just <laughs> realized that I never really knew that. Um, so as far as now, I, I love asking, I love when students come to me for recommendations and actually your fifth graders are definitely good at that. And I miss that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of takes a conversation. And, um, but one thing I will say is I'm a huge believer in reading what you like. Um, mm-hmm. I think some adults don't love uh, things like graphic novels, which are relatively new to the scene, um, mm-hmm. and certain series like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, or when you're younger, something like Junie B. Jones or Dogman. But I believe they are mm-hmm. all stepping stones to becoming a reader. I truly believe that whatever makes you love reading is worth reading. Um, I've never seen a student just stay with uh you know, Junie B. Jones for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. So um, I do believe that. I love, um, I I also tell students, if you find a book you really love, um, try to read other things by that author. I do that Mm -hmm. as as an adult. If I read something I love, I try to see, oh, have they written any more books? And when I find out they're a first-time author, I'm kind of bummed out because then I have to wait for them to write (laughs) something else. Um, I... I've told some students, but not all, that the other thing you can do if if you can't find an author is just to look for a read-alike. Um, you can even Google read-alike of and then the book title. And, and um, oh. I think it's called Goodreads is a good resource yep. for that. Uh, and um, mm-hmm. Bibliomasium, which I know some students in last year's fifth grade used, um, are really mm-hmm. good for that. And, um, yeah, but I do really miss that, giving recommendations of what have you liked recently? And that kind of gives me clues as to what they like 
And I love when they're honest with me and, and I tell them, if I let you borrow this book, you don't have to finish it if you don't like it. I often mm-hmm. don't finish books. I mean, not if I am assigned it by Mrs. Jurovic, but <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just pleasure reading, I, I if I don't love it, sometimes I say, okay, next. <laughs> yep, I've, I've had to put books down that I've not loved, but I always try to give it at least five there chapters. Um, I always feel like that's sort of my sweet spot. If in five chapters, I can't dive in. And um, then, it, then I, maybe it wasn't the right time to read it. Maybe I'll try it again later. Um, that's that's so a yeah, good, I'm, good I'm tactic. Good tactic, Mrs. J. Thanks. Thanks. I gave it to a couple of my students who, one student who tried Harry Potter, didn't love mm-hmm. it at first. Just like the first, because with fantasy, and that's what we are reading currently and sort of wrapping up. And um, they can be pretty confusing yeah, exactly. at first. Because it's a new world and all of these things are different. And then sort of once you get past that and you have the base, that's when things start to make sense. You see the yeah, connection. So we've, uh, we've definitely had to do that in our fantasy. I books. think just um, I think a lot of my students, I think just the names in Harry Potter was challenging for me when that first came out years ago. Oh, yeah. And I remember reading BFG aloud several years ago when the first time I read it aloud was. And I vividly remember my teacher Uh reading it. And then I go to read it and I was like, how did my teacher figure (laughs) out all of these nonsense words? That's funny. Very funny. It's a lot in BFG, which is so funny when you talk, when you speak like the giant, the way he speaks. So it was was fun and challenging and I enjoy it. And and it's one I enjoy. Well, that's great. Yeah. So, so speaking mm-hmm. of books, and mm-hmm. I know that a lot of our students won't get the like book talks that yeah. we usually do towards the end of the year. So I thought I would ask, do you have some suggestions on some great books for students to read this summer? And I know that's a really big yeah. open-ended question yeah. as well. No, I would be happy to. I would say, um, and it's also going to be a different kind of spring and summer as to how students are getting their books. I often say go to Weeks Public Mm -hmm. Library. They are not currently open, um, and I'm not sure what the plan is. So um, I hope students are checking out the e-books that they have to offer. Um, If you need help with trying to do that, you can always call the library, or you can even email me, and I can try to help you with that. Um, I was actually looking up some books that are coming out soon. If people love to read new things, um, there's a new, um, book for my graphic novel lovers. Um, she's the, her name is Kayla Miller. She wrote click, which I know some, some in your Mm -hmm. class have read. Um, her next two are out. One is coming either out or coming out soon. They're called camp and act. So it goes clip, camp, act. So those are some great suggestions if you're into graphic novels. Um, another one coming out that I would recommend if you like Raina Telgemeier. She's written Smile, Ghosts, Guts, those. And Svetlana Chmakova. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, it's called Stepping Stones. It's book one in a series called Peapod Farm. It looks very fun. I have not read it yet. It looks very fun. Um, any fans of the one and only Ivan? 
The movie is actually yes. coming out this summer. And a book called The One and Only Bob is coming out. Um, I have already oh, good, good. That book. I'm, but I'm but I'm waiting. It's not okay. arrived yet. So Well, we all know Bob is the street dog, and so it has some similar characters. Um, Julia is in it, Bob, Ivan, the elephant. What is the elephant's name? Don't remember. Anyway, um, and then it's so it's a great story of friendship and hope and courage. So I didn't know if anybody knew that was coming out. Um, I know some fifth graders are fans of Gordon Corman. He has a new book coming out in July called War Stories. It has a World War II theme, which I know some of your students are also into. They are yeah, very so into it. That's uh, Gordon Corman. It's called War Stories. He's written Restart, Schooled, Swindle, etc. He's a very prolific writer, Gordon Corman. Mm. Um, and my last recommendation would be to look for books, especially since I think some of us are buying books online more than we used to because libraries are not available, mm-hmm. to look for books that are coming out in paperback. Usually a book comes out in hardcover first, and the hardcovers are more expensive. They're more expensive to make. And then when they come out in paperback, they're, um, they're less expensive, so they're more economical. And I have, we have the book at the library called Shouting at the Rain called by Linda Malali Hunt, and that's very popular. Um, with fifth and sixth graders. And so that is coming out in paperback. I'm not sure if it already has or if it's about to. So I recommend looking wherever you buy books, if if your family goes on Amazon um, or whatever, online bookstores, looking for some things that are coming out in paperback because that's a little more economical. Yes, I agree. I uh, couldn't wait for the one and only Bob to come out in paperback. So I... I did splurge, but I figured for me it will be yes. read aloud in my class. And they last longer. Hardcovers so. definitely last longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to do that for ones that I know that I will continue yes. to read aloud. Um, but when I buy things for the classroom, those paperbacks yes. are wonderful. And as long as students treat, treat them well, exactly. they do well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I asked you before we started oh, yeah. the podcast if you could have two truths and a lie for me that I would try to guess. So I've either done well <laughs> or... I've heard. Well. I heard your previous so, podcast. They were fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sometimes I'm totally <laughs> tripped up and other times I make a... I, I feel like I'm good. I feel like I have it every time whether I do or not. Confident. So. At least, yes. I don't sound confident, but I'm like, oh, yeah, that one feels right. So, yes. Well, yeah. Let's, you ready let's to be stumped? Okay. Probably. So, um, these three facts. I've been to Australia and New Zealand. That's the first one. Okay. I've been to 49 of the 50 United States. Or number three, I've been to the Alaskan polar ice cap, and it was 40 degrees below zero. Hmm. Well, 49. I know you were in the south for a while. You said you like to travel. 
I'm going to say the lie is (laughs) maybe 49 out of the 50 states. No, actually, I have been to 49 of the 50 states. That was when I was a flight attendant. I did mention that. So I I haven't um, traveled extensively in each of those states. Um, The lie is actually (laughs) that I've never been to Australia and New Zealand. I did attempt it uh, when I was in my 20s, but I never made it. They, they are yes. both on my bucket list. Um, my parents were very fortunate to go to Australia, so I feel like that's been embedded in me for quite <laughs> a while It's actually quite a, a long flight. My sister actually lived there for a couple of years, so we were trying to visit her, and it just we never succeeded. We were trying to get on planes um, you know, without, since I was in the business and my husband was in the business without paying and all the flights were full. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's such a, uh, a really cool, my stepfather was a uh-huh. pilot as well. So I did get to do a bit yes. of travel, but certainly <laughs> not that much. Okay. So you want another one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so these give me another three one. facts. I've been hot air ballooning. Second mm-hmm. one, I've been skateboarding. And the third one, I've been hang gliding. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> hot air balloon. Hang glide. The second what was one, it? What was skateboarding. The other one? Hot air balloon. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Maybe I want to say skateboarding only because exactly, and that's my problem when I try to make these up. I'm not good at this game. You are right, you are correct. I have never been skateboarding, but I have been hot air ballooning and hang gliding. And your students may know this because Miss Brady does mystery reader, and those of those of sometimes been my clues as they know. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's so fun. Hot air ballooning. It's amazing. Have you ever been hot air ballooning? I have. Okay. Technically, yes. But I was young, and so we only went in one that was attached to the ground. So we didn't go super. Yes, a tether. We didn't go super. Well, my husband used to do that as a hobby when we lived in Tennessee. So, yes, I've been in several. Um, So you got the feeling, yes, but being over – Areas with the, the quietness in the in the morning is quite amazing. I highly recommend it. Oh yeah, I feel like it's something that I will definitely yes. do with Addie someday. I don't love heights, but I know for that I can yes. make manage my fears. Um, but we did have one that landed also Very in the neighborhood cool. where I used to live in Maine. Yes. Very close to us. Um, and it was just so beautiful to see. And, um, I know that there is, um, and it's not, I feel like it's in New Hampshire or it's in a surrounding state. There's like a hot air balloon event that happens where you get to see them all go up. And, um, I forget what that event is and probably one of my students will know, but, um, that's what I think of when I think of the festival. Well, I so appreciate your <laughs> well, it was a today. pleasure was talking ones. with you, and I think our my students and students who are listening will really appreciate 
not only hearing your voice today, I know we all enjoy seeing all the posts. Yes, I feel very I, fortunate I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving it. to that. And it's and then to learn a little bit more about you today I, and like hear your voice. I feel yes, these connections are, they so are. important right now. And Indeed, so, they are. I agree. I miss everyone. Oh, yes. And I know they miss you. And I know they miss the library because some of my students are like, yes, I've run I'm out sure of books. they have. So... Yes, they're very avid readers. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me. Thank you so much, Ms. Bacon, for joining us today. Now let's let the music take us out. (laughs) 